1: Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit pronamel.com. This episode is brought to you by Delta Sky Mile's Platinum
0: American Express card. And we here on Savor are what you might call food explorers. It has been our actual job to go to cool places and eat like a lot of the food there. And then talk about it. And then talk about it into (laughs) these microphones, which is a crazy dream job. Yes. Well, if you're like us and willing to travel to seek out new foods to try, you go with the Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card. It's for people like us who are in search of the next food adventure. If you travel, you know. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. California. Can I get excursions?
1: We're
2: watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour?
1: Balboa Park. Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego!
0: If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.
1: Hello and welcome to Saver a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Annie Reese, and
0: I'm Lauren Vogelbaum.
1: And today we have an episode for you about cutthroat
0: trout, uh, specifically Lahontan cutthroat trout.
1: We do, and there's a very specific reason <laughs> that we chose it. <laughs> there is. Okay,
0: so so the thing is, is that. Right now, we're recording live from the iHeart Podcast studio powered by Bose at the House of Music at the iHeart Radio Music Festival in Las Vegas. Yes. So we are in Las Vegas in this little sound booth in the middle of a music festival. Yes. That looks a little bit like a um, like an action figure box,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we are the action figures. <laughs> and so passersby can just kind of like stop and stare at us, which is Not what I'm used to.
1: Right. (laughs) They can also just put on headphones and and listen in at any point. They can. They could have been listening to
0: me say that right then. And the thing is, like, the headphones are are not in front of the plastic opening (laughs) of the plastic front of the box. So we can't see. So we can't see when other people are listening.
1: Right. It's like a
0: psychological experiment.
1: Honestly, you might be on to something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yes. Um, but, yeah, you know, I wish you listeners were here to see what we're seeing. Yeah. To see where we
0: are. Yeah. It's, we're, we're outside of this, this arena, and uh, they are broadcasting what's going on inside the arena, and I think it's Public Enemy. Yes. Um, last night we saw TLC. We did. That was great. I was singing my heart out. Oh, me too. <laughs> I felt bad for anyone taking video. I was like, sorry, I'm not gonna stop shouting. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but right, so okay, so so this specific kind of trout is uh, is native to the Nevada area. And yes. so I really wanted to just cut like it's it's gonna it's gonna be a sad episode, you guys. It's gonna be one of those like ecological. Issue episodes. Mm -hmm. And I love that we came to this fun music festival with all of this party environment and everyone having a heckin' great time. And I was like, let's be sad.
1: (laughs) Can you imagine? Like, anyone who's, like, glancing in here right now, like... Oh, I've seen some good music. Let me check out what's going on in here. And we're like climate change, trout. Yes. What? Yes, but it's really our brand, so I feel like, I feel I feel good about it.
0: Me too. Same. Same. Absolutely.
1: Yes, but if you happen to hear distractions and concentration are. Sounds, just know. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll post some pictures, but you should. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a whole thing.
0: It's great. It's great. It's pretty intense. Uh, Yes.
1: um. (laughs) Uh, Yes. You can see we have done several other fish episodes. You know, we love those because fish are so interesting. (laughs) And um, it's one of those things where we have to continually remind ourselves we're not Like a biological show or a food show. (laughs)
0: Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Uh, But yeah, no, sea sea life is real weird.
1: It is. Yeah. It is. Um, But I guess this brings us to our question. Yeah. Cutthroat trout. What are they?
0: Well, uh, cutthroat trout are a type of uh, largely freshwater fish, so named because they have these really distinctive red markings around their gills, and Lahontan cutthroats have like a furthermore a bar of pinkish purple coloring all the way down their sides. They're otherwise like a greenish brownish copper or silver uh, with black speckles. They're they're, they're kind of cute. Um, their flesh, because we are a food show, is orangish pink when raw, cooks to like a pinkish white, and 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 will be like kind of tender, flaky in texture. Generally a little mild, like maybe a little nutty in flavor, not super fishy, more like clean. They're they're a good size for freshwater fish, often over five pounds or two kilos, like like good for fillets tasty when grilled or sautéed with the skin on so that you get that nice crisp, you know? Okay. Um, (laughs) I haven't had it, actually, um, but I understand that they're a little bit like like a milder, less fatty salmon, but these fish are survivors. Yes. Yes. Okay. And, okay, so scientists love arguing about taxonomy, which is a thing <laughs> yes. that I love. Like, I love reading <laughs> about scientists arguing about taxonomy. They're like, well, actually, uh-huh. so good. Um, uh, you know, like, and, like, whether things should be categorized as subspecies or their own species. But, as of right now, <laughs> cutthroat <laughs> trout are classified under the species Oncorhynchus clarkii. Yes, with 14 subspecies, uh, Lahontan, are uh, subspecies Henshaw e, I, Henshaw e. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. Yeah, okay. sure. <laughs> yeah. Latin. Um, uh, they they are in the salmon family. They live in rivers and lakes in the Lahontan Basin region, which is a closed freshwater system in what's now California, Oregon, and Nevada. Um, it's part of the larger Great Basin of Western North America, but these are waterways that are high in the mountains, surrounded by desert. The lakes are a little bit more alkaline and salty than a lot of fish could tolerate, but these buddies are adapted to it. Um, though they do need like less salty river or stream water to spawn in. Um, uh, re- re- reproduction, yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, life cycle of an LCT, as <laughs> the internet likes calling them. Yes. Uh, uh, a cutthroat trout. Yeah, a uh, female fish will select a riverbed or stream bed to uh, deposit eggs. Hundreds or even thousands, depending on the size of the fish and other circumstances like their health and location. Makes sense. Uh, male fish release sperm into the same areas. If fertilized, the eggs will hatch into um, alivins, which are sort of like proto fish that are still attached to their yolk sac as their food intake because they can't eat yet. Um, and then over the course of a couple of weeks, they'll develop into fry, which are like mini fish that can move around more and eat a tiny zooplankton in the water column, start getting bigger. They have small teeth on the back of their tongue. Okay. Oh, This is my fun sea life fact for the episode. They Ah. have small teeth on the back of their tongue.
1: It's kind of terrifying and I love it.
0: Yes. (laughs) I'm a little upset. Uh, uh, Traditionally, they have been the largest predatory fish in this ecosystem. Um, Capable of growing to certainly over 20 pounds or 9 kilos and 30 inches long, which is about 75 centimeters if they're in a lake. Um, they eat pretty much anything smaller than them, which anyone who happens to have an aquarium hobby, as I have had, understands when you put fish in a tank, they will eat anything smaller than themselves. Can and will. Always
1: well. a bigger fish?
0: Yeah, or not, not, not smaller than them <laughs> smell, not smaller than themselves, but smaller than their mouth. If they, if, oh. if it fits, it if it, fits. <laughs> if, if it fits, it eats, yeah. It got you. doesn't rhyme, but it's still pretty cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, mostly insects when they're younger, um, other fish and small crustaceans when they're older. They can live up to about nine years. They don't necessarily um, spawn every year. It depends, again, on circumstances, which, again, fair, understandable, you know? Yeah, Um <laughs> These fish are popular with anglers. Like, they're big and pretty. They do respond really well to bait, um, and they put up a fight, which I guess people find fun plus uh so you can, you can either throw them back at that point or you know they're tasty they are considered threatened as a species but laws allow for some limited fishing of them kind of as part of the conservation effort actually to like encourage humans to help their populations out right yeah yes. they do have scales that you wouldn't want to eat but their skin is edible as as I said above they have uh, orange pinkish flesh that can be flayed off or cut into steaks once you've once you've gutted them though at that point you have to deal with bones it's it's up to your preference you know I understand from everything I've read, they're just really tasty. Their flavor will depend on their diet, so they can be mild to more strongly fishy, depending, and even sort of like nutty sweet if they're eating mostly insects and crustaceans. And you can cook them up however you like cooking fish.
1: Mm, well, listeners, <laughs> let us know. Let us know. Oh, my goodness.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Uh, well, what about the nutrition? By
0: themselves, uh, LCT are pretty good for you. Uh, high in protein, good fats. You know, eat a, eat a, eat a vegetable. Also, once you've breaded and fried something, I, I, I make no nutritional promises.
1: <laughs> might make your soul happy.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I totally encourage you to bread and fry fish, certainly. <laughs> Most things.
1: <laughs> Try it. Yes. But fish is pretty provenly delicious that way. Mm. I did have some swordfish last night. Oh, you did. I did, and it was delicious, but I was so
0: full, I couldn't eat the whole thing. (laughs) I know, I know. What a problem to have,
1: but yeah. Right, right. (laughs) What a lovely, lovely problem. (laughs) Yeah, it was really good. Um, Okay, Uh, we do have some numbers facts for (laughs) you. A couple, there's like a number and a half.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. sure.
1: Yes. (laughs) So Nevada State Fish is the Haunton Cutthroat Trout. Uh, Utah's is the Bonneville Cutthroat trout. New Mexico's is the Rio Grande cutthroat. Mm-hmm. Um, the record for the largest
0: LCT ever caught is from 1925 for a 41 pounder. That's 18.6 kilos. It was 39 inches long, about a meter. That is a heckin' that's large fish. A large.
1: That's a big fish. Mm-hmm. That's a big. That's say. a big fish. <laughs>
0: Uh, they, um, uh, uh, Lahontan cutthroats currently live in about 150 streams comprising 480 miles of habitat. It's about 770 kilometers plus five lakes. Um, their populations though are only self-sustaining in about 10% of their historic river territory and in only like, like less than 1% of their historic lake territory.
1: Right. And that's a big part of what we're going to talk about In the (laughs) history section.
2: Yeah,
0: which we are going to get into after we get back from a quick break for a word from our sponsors.
1: This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. This episode is brought to you by Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express Card. And we are what you might call food explorers. We are so lucky that a part of our job involves traveling and trying a lot of the food where we go to travel. And then coming back here and telling all of you good listeners about it. And through that, we have discovered some amazing dishes. Sure,
0: yes. Like, I had never understood what poke really could be. And it is delightful. It is stunningly good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which we had a lot of on our trip to Hawaii. Uh, Another thing from there, passion fruit. I now
1: look for in literally every menu that I read. I'm like, yep, that one has passion fruit. Going for it. And then all of the moles and especially the green mole that you heard us talk about recently that we had in Las Vegas. In
0: Vegas, yeah. Oh, or just steak basements. Who doesn't love a steak basement? Exactly. (laughs) Well, um, if you are like us and you're willing to travel to seek out new foods to try, you go with the Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card. It's for people who, like us, are in search of the next food adventure. If you travel, you know.
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-QX80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
1: And we're back. Thank you, sponsor.
0: Yes, thank you.
1: And a reminder: in case you hear it in our voices, (laughs) you hear it in the background. You are listening to Savor Live at the iHeart Podcast Studio, powered by Bose, at the House of Music at the iHeart Radio Music Festival. It's a scene, (laughs) y'all. I I really don't know how to describe what's (laughs) going on right now, but we're like in a box. And we're talking about Trout <laughs> 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 while well, people are listening to yeah. music.
0: Our our lovely and helpful attendants are like are like guiding people to the to the, to the earphones, and I'm like, oh goodness, this is this is.
1: <laughs> well, if you're listening, welcome. Yeah, well, thank hi, you, thank you. Hi.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Trout.
1: Uh, <laughs> welcome to Trout. As you listen to Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Yes, uh, but I'm glad I am here with you, Lauren. There's (laughs) no one I'd rather be doing this with.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I (laughs) can't imagine talking (laughs) about trout with anyone else at a music festival.
1: Yes, you are a perfect (laughs) match in this way. Yes. Um, But all right, the history. Yes, yes. Um, So we are specifically talking about the haunted cutthroat trout mostly. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is believed to have evolved in the... In the Lahontan Basin, uh, which is like northeastern California, southeastern Oregon, and northern Nevada, uh, where over the course of a million years, the Lahontan Lake has grown and shrunk and moved. Uh, you, can, you can find papers that have like traced what... Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's super fascinating um, because like the, these water systems developed during the Pleistocene Glacial Era and got cut off from external waterways. So um, the evolution of a lot of the wildlife there like literally took a left turn at Albuquerque. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes, (laughs) certainly, certainly did. Uh, And for thousands of years, the the LaHontan cutthroat trout was culturally and economically important to the local indigenous communities. One of the local tribes, the Summit Lake Paiute, um,
0: originally called themselves, in translation, the Summit Lake Fish eaters, or the Summit Lake Trout Eaters.
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the cutthroat trout is often described as the only trout native to Utah and the only species present in the area prior to the 1800s when white colonizers arrived at the same time. New species of trout, particularly the brown trout, were introduced, competing for food and space. And also, brown trout started eating the local cutthroat trout. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, furthermore, Lahontan cutthroats can interbreed with similar species of trout, and hybridization is considered another threat to their populations. Like, it would be considered good if they were interbreeding with other subspecies of native cutthroat, but those are not the fish that have been introduced to these waterways that are causing the problems.
1: Right. And on top of that, even in these early years we're talking about, the Lahontan cutthroat trout was susceptible to over-harvesting, but also things like pollution, uh, diverting of the water, mining, harvesting of timber. Uh, Another big factor in the decline of their population was the construction of the Derby Dam in the early 1900s in Nevada.
0: Yeah, like like one of their native lakes, uh, Pyramid Lake, dropped 80 feet in water level over the next 60 years after the dam was built. Um, It's become largely more salty than the trout's eggs can survive in.
1: Right. Um, So sometime uh, in the mid-1900s, the LCT were largely Mm. forced out slash relocated into isolated small lake systems.
0: This was a gradual process as like all of these different human interventions changed, literally changed the landscape, um, physically isolating these populations of these fish uh, from other populations and from other subspecies, thus limiting the amount of genetic diversity in those populations. The concern here is that like if they become too specialized and then their habitat changes due to climate change or further human intervention, they'll be unable to adapt and will die out.
1: Right. Um, So by the 1970s, fishers in the area were worried that the cutthroat had gone extinct um, and started fishing in lesser known areas. They also started attempting to boost populations uh, when they did discover these fish. The LCT was originally listed as endangered in 1970 under the 1969 Endangered Species Act.
0: Yeah, um, freshwater animals are, are particularly at risk. Right around this time, uh, the the 1970s, there was a big, important push to, to pay attention to the destruction of ecosystems and human caused extinctions. Um, like today, global biodiversity is still in decline, but freshwater fauna is declining five times faster than terrestrial fauna.
1: Yeah. Um, and another piece of this is after several court actions and a long fought battle, the Pyramid Lake Paiute tribe negotiated with the US government about water allocations to protect not only the lake, but the fish that inhabited. The lake under the Endangered Species Act, and then again in the 1987 renewal of the Clean Water Act. Congress approved the Truckee River Settlement Act in 1991 that required the Pyramid Lake Paiute tribe to be consulted in every decision involving the Truckee River. Which, yeah. (laughs)
0: Late, but rad. Uh, Probably, yes, consult the humans who live there. That's. A good thing right. to do,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, yes, whether or not they actually did it, we'll talk about more in a yeah, second. But yes, yes. Mm-hmm. um, in 1995, the recovery plan for Lahontan Lahontan cutthroat trout was approved, and officials found that the LCT still met the criteria of endangered species in 2009. Yep, yep, um, and then recently the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service found that of the 71 populations of Lahontan cutthroat trout, only five were resilient. Uh, The Summit Lake Paiute tribe and the Pyramid Lake Paiute tribe have been working for decades and possibly centuries, Um, which they pointed out is something not (laughs) mentioned in this report Ah. from the U.S. government. And uh, rightfully, I would say, said this is another instance of the US government not listening to indigenous people are not acknowledging their efforts. Um, And these efforts have been successful. The indigenous people in this area manage a hatchery for the Pyramid Lake Lahontan cutthroat trout, uh, raising juvenile juvenile fish until they can be released into the lake.
0: Yeah, um, and in in 2012, they successfully spawned there for the first time in 80 years. So cool. Um, Other reintroduction efforts are taking place around the greater uh, Great Basin region, including in Lake Tahoe. And there's, yeah, just some really cool research going on in Summit Lake, which is on the Paiute Reservation. Um, Together with the University of Reno, they're studying the habitat and life cycle of the fish to, like, see what's going right and what's going wrong and and see how they can help create more circumstances of, of going right. They have this whole fish tagging program that lets them track fish as they migrate and spawn and these, like, underwater camera systems to see what's going on with them. Super cool. But yeah, again, this is sort of a Lawrence Killjoy episode. Um, Freshwater fish are going extinct 877 times faster than normal extinction rates. So what can we do? You know, like, that's, that's a of a statistic to drop on you and then be like,
1: okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Good luck, hey. kids. Thanks.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening.
1: Uh-huh. So yeah,
0: like like what can we do? I mean, like, you know, support science, support legislation that supports science, uh, support conservation efforts. Ask and then listen to the native peoples who have been the stewards of the lands that other peoples are now occupying.
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's uh that's some pretty solid advice <laughs> to to end on here, but as always, listeners, if you know, know more about this, if there's something that we missed.
0: Oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah, because, right, because we haven't, uh, yeah, I, I've not tried this food item. This episode has not been about food very much. Um, uh, <laughs> but, you know, like like if, if you have, you know, the, some of the stories that I was reading uh, were, you know, just, just these memories of people going out fishing with their grandparents and, right. um, and being... So sad that the populations have declined, but so happy to be able to get to participate in some of these reconstruction efforts.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things we love about this show, as much as it can be painful to talk (laughs) about, but those, like, memories and then the effort to preserve. So people in the future can have those memories. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, And certainly, yeah, if, if if you have those memories, we absolutely want to hear them.
1: We do. But... That is what we have to say about the little Haunton Cutthroat Trout for now.
0: It is. Um, we do already have some listener mail for you, though, and we are going to get into that as soon as we get back from one more quick break for a word from our sponsors.
1: This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. This episode is brought to you by Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express Card. And we are what you might call food explorers. We are so lucky that a part of our job involves traveling and trying a lot of the food where we go to travel and then coming back here and telling all of you good listeners about it. And through that, we have discovered some amazing dishes. Sure,
0: yes. Like, I had never understood what poke really could be, and it is delightful. is stunningly good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which we had a lot of on our trip to Hawaii. Uh, Another thing from there, passion fruit, I now look for in literally every menu that I read. I'm like, yep, that one has passion fruit, going
1: for it. And then all of the moles and especially the green mole that you heard us talk about recently that we had in Las Vegas. In Vegas, yeah. Oh, or just steak basements. Who doesn't love
0: a steak basement? Exactly. (laughs) Well, um, if you are like us and you're willing to travel to seek out new foods to try, you go with the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. It's for people who, like us, are in search of the next food adventure. If you travel, you know.
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March twentieth at seven PM Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Twenty twenty-five qx80 coming this summer.
1: And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. And we're back with the listener mayor. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Have we done this in person in like when? When was the last time?
0: I oh, was sitting across the table from each other.
1: Yeah. Oh, not since the
0: pandemic, right? Yeah.
1: So we normally have like a, I would say a second delay and then Skype mutes everything.
0: Yeah. For Lauren. Yeah. Cause, cause once Annie starts, starts, singing or doing whatever it is that she's doing, Uh I have... Once I start trying to follow her, I have no idea what she's doing anymore. So I have to base it on her hand gestures. Yes.
1: So this was a unique... Yeah. (laughs) Also, I maintain... That is a skill set, Lauren. You have learned a skill to interpret whatever I'm doing. Uh, (laughs) So... We have two short ones today, but they're, yeah. they're from two Kelsies, but different Kelsies. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Yes. Um, so, first Kelsey wrote, if your mom needs a book recommendation, Ooh, okay. speaking to me, because Ye- I had said about, uh, my mom loves these kind of mystery books sure. that also have this other side gig going on. Okay, sure. Um the Golden Spoon by Jessa Arnold is really good. Think Agatha Christie meets British Bake Off set in modern-day Vermont on an old money estate. Wow. That's there, great. I know. There's so much going on in this, and I love it. That sentence is <laughs> stunning. you It's like you pulled off what Lauren does when she's describing how something <laughs> tastes. You did that for this book where I'm like ooh yeah <laughs> right that's this so poetry. cool
0: <laughs> that oh man that sounds really that sounds really awesome
1: that I, really does the British Bake Off I'm I'm just I want I want to know more I yeah. want to know more you've intrigued me <laughs> I'm hooked <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how British Bake Off does it get? Like, is there like a is there like a Gonzo All Fielding character in there somewhere? Like, I'm not sure. You never know. You never know.
1: Are they just talking about pastry a lot? I'm into that too. <laughs> yeah, is there like a competition going on? Is it like a food competition and then a and murder. Then murder? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, we'll have to read it and find out. Yeah. i love let my mom know. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> oh heck. Yeah. Thank you for the recommendation. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the other Kelsey, this one in DC wrote, I'm listening to your episode about Zimus, uh, which I've never heard of before, but it sounds delicious and I hope to try it someday. The description of cooking vegetables with uh, fruit and or juice reminds me of one of my favorite Thanksgiving side dishes, uh, carrots, and celery cooked with apple juice and a lot of butter. I think my mom got the recipe from a magazine, but I don't know anyone else who eats this. Are you familiar with it? Listeners, please write in. I hope you have a great fall. I'll just be here mourning the end of peach and tomato season while looking forward to soup season. Uh, here's a picture of a tomato, Gillette, yeah. I always say it wrong, cool, <laughs> uh, that I made um, with the last of my farmer's market tomatoes. Um, it's a Bon Appetit recipe, plus everything but the bagel seasoning.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I always feel bad when we talk about pictures oh. you can't see, but it's a very lovely picture. Yeah. It looks delicious. Oh, man. <laughs> and good farmers market tomatoes. Oh. Hoof. Oh. I, I mean, I'm right here with you. Fall's my favorite season for a lot of reasons. But. But I will miss the tomatoes everywhere. Yeah. Or, um, <sighs> peaches, yeah. I feel I, like I
0: haven't gotten a really good peach this year, even. I don't think I have either. Oh. we have really heck.
1: fallen down on that. Yeah.
0: I don't
1: know. I think it might be too late.
0: It might be. It might be. <laughs> Pierce, Pearson Farms, call us. We need your help. You're our only hope. Uh, uh, Pearson Farms is a is a local um, farm that does really good peaches. Mm. Really good peaches. Mm-hmm. I cannot recommend them enough.
1: Oh my gosh, I my. I'm like thinking about peaches, but also <laughs> I, I have this background of Foo Fighters going on, and it's amazing. It's very intense. It yeah. is really intense music that's happening right now. Uh, I have not heard of this side dish. Uh, can I since sign a group that juice? I could see that, I could yeah, see that. Yeah,
0: I, I haven't heard of it either. Um, apple juice, I'm fascinated by. Like orange juice, like citrus juice is usually right. what I see inside dishes like this. Um, like definitely like a like a sweet potato with orange juice is something right. that even outside of Zimis mm-hmm. um, I've definitely seen. But apple juice, yeah, that sounds great, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, it, also a lot of butter, as you say. Well, I mean,
0: that always sounds great. <laughs> never, nice.
1: never, never not a lot of butter. <laughs> I think I've told this story before, but uh, one of my older brother's best friends when we were younger, he always loved coming to eat at our house. And one day he finally said, it's because your mom puts so much butter <laughs> in everything. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. You like see like broccoli, it looks so healthy. And then you see your like all of this <laughs> butter. <laughs> Perfect. It
0: oh was yeah, so good. Oh yeah, that was definitely for a, a brief period of my life. Like how you got Lauren to eat vegetables was that amount of butter. Yeah. I mean, look. eat your
1: vegetables. You got to get the kids to do it, somehow. right?
0: But like, but like, eat a eat a eat a fat. You need fat in your diet. It's important. Exactly. I was look. I was. I, I knew you were ahead. Of I your knew time. I was. Yeah, you knew. You knew what was going
1: on. <laughs> <That's> you did. <just, laughs> your your future as a food podcaster. Yeah. who will be sitting in this booth. <laughs> At a music <laughs> festival, you had already foreseen. Yeah. Um, I could
0: see exactly this.
1: Yes. Talking about <laughs> trout yeah. while people are listening to the Foo Fighters. <laughs> Some things are just meant to be, you know? Some things are meant to be. You're right. Well, uh, again, thank you, Lauren, for being here with me. Oh, thank you for
0: being here with me.
1: <laughs> and thanks to these listeners. For writing in. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you would like to write to us, you can, and we would love to hear from you. Our email is hello at saverpod.com.
0: We are also on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at saverpod, and we would love to hear from you. Saver is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thanks as always to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard, with extra special thanks today to super producer Tyler Klang uh, for being here in this weird and wonderful space with us. Thank you for listening, and we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. And with new Pronamel Repair Mouthwash, you can
1: enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com.
2: Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love...